0: I know what it feels like to lose. I know the feeling of defeat. The feeling of trying over and over again just to fail over and over again. I know the feelings of emotions, of hurt, disappointment, shame, guilt, and hopelessness. The downward spirals and cycles of life that seem to take me deeper and deeper into the pits of despair. Here's another thing that I've also come to know. I'm not the only one with these same experiences. In fact, many all over the world are going through these many different and diverse experiences, feelings, and emotions in their lives right now. Many that have even given up on trying to find a way out. They live in a a constant life of defeat, living daily with a defeated mindset and lifestyle in which has simply become their natural way of life and existence. They seem to have lost all hope. Can you relate? Could this be you that I'm not only speaking to, but speaking of? Could this be you that uh, carry that deep baggage of depression or addiction, trapped in that broken and abusive relationship or marriage? Could it be you who have tried or is at the moment uh, so defeated that you've even thought about suicide? Could this be you who seems to think uh, uh, and have made the conclusion that death is the only way out for you? What if I told you that I've been there before? I've shared every thought, every feeling, every bondage, every fear, every depression, every worry, that feeling of hopelessness and despair that I've just mentioned. What if I told you that I found uh, and discovered and applied what I learned to begin to truly win in life? What if I told you I created a a manual of escape that leads to victory and freedom? Would you hear me out? Would you give yourself just one more chance and one more attempt to win? Well, that's what this series and podcast is all about. So inhale, exhale, hope is here for you and me. Let's walk and work through this all together. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, This is me once again. I just want to talk about life, how life gives us many different options, how life presents us with many different opportunities, many different choices, many different trials, troubles, and tribulations, many different ups and many different downs. But through it all, life is worth it. Life Is what it is, but life within itself isn't what we really think it is and what we've come to know it as. Life is a gift. Life is a gift that is given by God himself, and for us to enjoy that life, we would have to live it in a way in which it was intended for us to live. Many of us have made so many choices based on feelings, based on emotions, based on our own desires, our own agenda, our own hopes, dreams, and goals, or visions, all of which within itself is our God-given thing. But if all of these feelings all of these emotions, all of these desires are not what God desires, then we have to question those things. What was it really all about? Does it even matter? What does it all add up to apart from God? The Bible makes it clear and it tells us that apart from God, we can do nothing. Apart from God, we've lost our sense of who we are. We've lost our identity. We've lost uh, that true self that's waiting, gnawing and clawing to get out of us. Many of us have been living dormant. Many of us have just been existing. What would it be if right now, here today, we would choose to to live? We would choose to no longer exist. What would it be like today if we were to say within ourselves, I'm tired of being sick and tired. I'm tired of just living day in and day out with all sorts of fears, worries, doubts, questions that are are unanswered. Why are things happening the way that they are in my life right now? Today can be the day where we say within ourselves that I'm tired of this cycle that I'm in. Whatever that cycle may be, that cycle of addiction that cycle of uh, codependency, that cycle, that bad relationship, which we're in and out, and we feel as if there is no place or way of escape for us, whatever that cycle is, I know a man, a man by the name of Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah, the King of Kings, and the Lord of Lords, who's calling you right now. I don't think that this is a small coincidence that you're even on and you're listening today. This was a time that was preset and predestinated from above for you to hear a divine word that will pierce and speak to you in your heart. Giving you hope again where there was no hope Giving you peace again where there was no peace Giving you joy again where there was no joy And giving you life to the place that was dead or dying You know, God asked the prophet He said, can these dry bones live? Well, if any of us know the story They did, and yes, they can, and in you, yes, they will, and they will today. Stay tuned for this awesome message that is coming your way, that if you take hold of it, it will forever change your life. I'll be right back. Listen, have you ever just sat back and thought about, you know, where would I be in my life right now if I would have made the right choices and the right decisions in my life? Where would I be if I would have connected to the right people, the the right um, sources, um, if I would have had the right resources to enrich my life? Where would I be in reference to my destiny, the calling on my life, my my divine purpose on this earth? These are very powerful and critical questions that each and every one of us um, should uh, always think about or have considered in our lives. At times, these questions come hmm, most of the time in our lowest moments in life where we're in deep, deep, deep uh, reflection, wondering what happened, wondering how did I get here? Well, these questions and many more Um, It's going to be explored on uh, this wonderful podcast. And I just want to welcome you to GCK Ministries um, from yours truly, um, Pastor uh, Eugenio Spence. It is an honor and a privilege to present to you the opportunity of discipleship, the opportunity of a very dynamic teaching in the Uh, 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 unwavered truth in God's word. Listen, I'm excited about it. Stay tuned. There is so much more to come and it's coming quickly. Even as God has said, I'm moving quickly. God is about to do some things in our lives. God is about to reveal some things unto us in this season that if we grab hold of it, our lives will never be the same. Thank you. God bless you. And I'm looking forward to this awesome experience and time shared together with you. Bye-bye now god bless welcome 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 once again this is pastor eugenio spence coming to you live via uh, facebook and anchor podcast this is yet but another portion of the awesome study series that we have been embarking upon Amen. And this is the walking in power hour. This is coming to you from GCK Ministries. We're changing souls, one changing lives, one soul at a time is our top priority. Listen, I'm excited about uh, this season that we're in and the way that the hand of God is beginning to move and the way that God is beginning to. Uh, Demonstrate The fulfillment of his promise as he has spoken uh, To me concerning this being the The year of divine manifestation There is so much That God is desiring uh, To do In each and every one of our lives, there is so much that God is desiring to do upon the earth. But before God can truly begin to uh, release that divine manifestation, there are uh, and there is a certain responsibility and a requirement that God is desiring uh, for each and every one of us. that. Trust Him, each and every one of us that say that we're Christian or that we're believers in God. God is waiting and looking upon the earth for those with a willing heart to fulfill what it is that He desires for us to fulfill. Now, listen, this is the Walking in Power Hour, and we have been going through a series. That is that is called a, a man the mark of a true disciple. Now, for those of, of, of you that are on Facebook right now, and those of you that are that are listening on on Anchor Podcast, you're not going to uh, on Anchor Podcast. You're not going to see the lives unless you first find me on Facebook, in which the information. Is granted unto you on the anchor podcast so that you may be able, amen, to join in on the live. There's there's a different dynamic that is transpiring on the Facebook Live that you who are listening in each and every week on the anchor podcast cannot see or hear. There's certain teachings that I do not and I will not actually publish on the Anchor podcast because there's only a certain amount of slots that I am allowed to get out at particular times. Now, pertaining to all of you that are on the Facebook Live, we have been discussing the marks of, of 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 true discipleship, in which our first of this teaching series we we discussed from Matthew chapter 5 the the beautitudes, or what i like to call the beatitudes in other words the attitudes that has to be within the disciple these 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 attributes has to be in within the disciple that not only changes their their, their 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 inner and outer condition but it also changes their position as it leads them and gives them entrance into God's kingdom where they are now seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen now the second of the teaching and study series in which was last week we discussed still with the with the under the surname uh, the mark of true discipleship we discuss the right season the right season in which it was discussed and, and and it was learned that just as they are there is four seasons in the physical there is also four seasons in the spiritual in fact the seasons that we see in the physical is a mirror of the seasons that transpire in the spiritual. In other words, there's certain seasons where certain things transpire and happen, amen, in the physical. In the self same way, there's certain seasons and certain times that, God's hand moves, God's power moves, God's will moves, God's purpose moves. Things shift in certain seasons in the spiritual in which we can experience and which is manifested, amen, in our physical. And knowing what season that we're in will help us to understand and know what it is that we are required to do, what it is that we should be doing in that season. As the proverb says, that those who are lazy and refuse to plow in the right season will will go hungry and starve when it is time for the harvest. Amen. And now we are getting to the third part a man of this teaching series um, that is still surnamed the Mark of Two Discipleship. But the topic that we're going to be talking about, A man, is A man understanding and knowing the assignment. Knowing the assignment. Listen, as I was As I was in study last week, uh, after I finished the message last week concerning, amen, uh, the right season, God began to pour into my spirit uh, concerning and and, and, and open my eyes to see a few things. Now. There was a scripture that he dropped in my spirit last week in which I used in last week's message, which is Hosea 4 and 6, where God says that my people perish from a lack of knowledge. But then he began to show me the lack of knowledge of what? It's not that we're perishing from a lack of the knowledge of. Of knowing that there is an existence of God. We're not perishing because we do not know that God loves us and God is all powerful. We're not perishing because we know that God is God and God alone. We're perishing because we do not know and we do not truly understand who we are in God. Not only do we not know who we are in God through Christ, but we do not understand and we do not know, amen, the assignment. Now, I'm using the the, the term the assignment because what we're going to discover in this multi parted uh, um, title right now is that there's more than just one assignment. And I need y'all to hear me. There is the assignment and then there is our assignment. It is impossible for us to truly understand what our assignment is until we first understand what the assignment is. And this is what has been happening as God began to show me his heart. When it comes to us as not only his children, but we have to understand that we are the bride of Christ. When Christ returns, he's coming back, the scripture says, for his bride that shall be found without spot nor blemish. He began to show me how far we as the body of Christ has fallen what happened to the glory and the splendor of the former bride that a man was the apple of god's eye full of glory full of power f- moving and flowing ebbing and flowing according to the perfect will of god What happened to the glorious church that used to be the pillar of the community? What happened to the glorious bride where people were being healed and people were being delivered and people were being set free? What happened to the glorious bride that were bold in the word of the Lord, were being taught and trained and brought up according to the very will of god in a time where it was even forbidden what happened to the glory of the body of christ and it let me know that we're in a season that we're in a time uh, of the last days where hearts are waxing cold We're living in a time and in a season and in an era where even the leaders have now fallen short of the assignment falling short of their own assignment in fulfilling the will of god and have become teachers and preachers to itching ears where they're preaching messages about how to receive a blessing or how to attain a blessing but there's no longer teachings and preachings and messages on how to live a blessed life and how amen, to be a blessing unto others. We're living in a time, in a season where everybody's expecting a microwave move from God, a, a, a an overnight fix on things and situations. We're living in a season where we have become selfish. And as I was laying in my bed and listening to god god said that my the bride the bride that glorious bride that you've been looking for the glorious bride that seems to be dead is not dead but she's asleep and it reminded me of a of a cartoon that walt disney made and 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 my daughter bless her soul she loved. To watch each and every day, and it was called the Sleeping Beauty. I need y'all to hear this now. The Sleeping Beauty was a beautiful, a beautiful woman that ate of something uh, that was poisonous, and she fell into a deep sleep where it seemed as if she was she was dead, but she wasn't dead. She was asleep. And as she slept, she slept because she was awaiting for her kiss from the prince. The body of Christ, we, as a whole, and I use the word we very literally, we as a whole have become a the sleeping beauty in today's time in error. But God is said, I'm going to give them the kiss of the prince this year. I'm going to, listen, the clarion call of God is crying out from the heavens to awaken each and every one of us out of our sleep and out of our slumber. Listen, we are in a time that (laughs) it is so critical. And I'm, and I'm going to take my time with this. It is so critical that not only must we know who God is, but we have to understand and know who we are in him. We have to understand and we have to know that the mark of a true disciple, in, in other words, it's time for us who say that we're believers To say that we love God, to say that we trust God, to say that we serve God. There there is an old time saying, it is time for us to stop playing church and be the church. See, the church is not the building. The scripture says that we are the church inhabited by his spirit to carry out not only what the title is concerning today, the assignment, but to fulfill our assignment. I hope somebody hear me today. Watch this. What is an assignment? An assignment is a certain task. An assignment is a certain thing that is given to an individual to do, to fulfill, and to accomplish. Now, I use the word the assignment, because when I talk about the assignment, I'm talking about the assignment of God. And there is a major difference between the assignment and our assignment, but they work hand in hand. So now today's topic, knowing the assignment, before we can know and understand our assignment, we have to explore and understand God's assignment. And I'm going to I'm going to take it very slowly and be very careful, amen, even in deliverance of this, because the Bible says that my people perish from a lack of knowledge. And because there's not enough teachers and preachers that is preaching the truth to us, they're preaching to us what we should do, but not teaching us of how to do it. God's people, our brothers, our sisters are perishing each and every day they're going to church being hyped up but they're leaving the same way once the hype is gone there's no change in their lives because they didn't they there was nothing given to them to grasp and to feast on that can change and transform their life now watch this when god said let us Make man in our image and in our likeness, he spoke from a place concerning the assignment. What was the assignment? We have to understand that there has always been a war raging since the fall. Of the enemy. And the fall of the enemy transpired far before God ever said, Let us make man in our image and our likeness. Listen, not only were we created for assignment, but we were birthed into assignment what was the assignment i'm going to take my time with this in genesis chapter 1 verse 26 when god said let us make man in our image and in our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish in the sea over the birds in the air And all the livestock and all the wild animals on the earth, small and the small animals that scurry along the ground. And then it says, So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them. Remember in our former teaching, our former uh, our messages the word blessed here means he empowered them he empowered them to fulfill the assignment now watch this he empowered them and said be fruitful and multiply that was the first form of fashion of empowerment he empowered them with the ability he empowered us with the ability to as he is a creator of life. He's given us the ability, male and female together, can create life, in which comes in the form and the fashion of a son or a daughter. That was the first form of empowerment that, amen, was a part of God's grand plan and his grand assignment for the earth In which he had created. Now watch this. Not only did he say. I mean that he empowered. Adam and Eve. All humanity. To be fruitful and to multiply. He said fill the earth. And govern it. Listen. This is the. The NLT. Now in the king james version it says be fruitful and multiply replenish the earth and subdue it i want y'all to hear this clearly look it up in a dictionary for yourself the word subdue means to conquer and to overcome now the scripture tells us that when god created the heavens and the earth God looked back and everything he created, he said that it says that it was good and very good. God was well pleased. Now, when he created Adam and Eve, he empowered them with the ability to be fruitful, to multiply, to replenish the earth. But then that word subdue. Subdue what? In other words, there was already an enemy upon the earth that Adam and Eve, humanity, was given through God's assignment to subdue. Which means to overcome, to conquer, to fight off, to ward off, to keep at bay, to sustain, to keep under subjection. That was the assignment. A portion of the assignment. That was Adam and Eve's assignment. God's assignment, which is the assignment, was to create a being in his own image and in his own likeness, not only to overcome the hand and the power of the enemy that was upon the earth, but also to reestablish a place where God said he was going to make a new heaven and a new earth watch this watch this when the enemy was cast out of heaven the scripture clearly tells us that satan took a third of the kingdom with him a third of the angels only leaving one portion of the of of the of the first created beings in the heavens left a third of the kingdom went and fell and was here on earth far before god ever said let us make man in our image and our likeness the assignment when god said let us make man in our image and our likeness we think the assignment was simply just to create a human being so that God can have fellowship and can want to kneel with. That was a portion of the divine plan and purpose that God had intended. We have to understand that the scripture says that God is, is a God of love. And this is why he hates pride so much, because God saw firsthand the evidence of what pride can do in just one person. Because pride in the heart of one person took away a third of the kingdom. Now watch this. Angels. Even though we are, the scripture says that we're created to be a little lower that the angels because the angels are majestic beings. But there's something different between being created in God's own image and then being created in the image of an angel. Watch this. Angels were created for two things. Angels were created to worship. The scripture tells us that the angels that remain in heaven, all that they're doing all day long is they're worshiping God. They're declaring holy, holy, holy is the God almighty. And they're doing it all day as they're basking in his glory and they're surrounded by his glory. They are worshiping him nonstop. They were created to worship. And that was their only assignment to worship. This is what happened in the heavens, as the angel. Watch this: the angel of worship, Satan himself, Lucifer, the most beautiful angel in the world, the most beautiful angel there ever was and will ever will be. When the scripture says that even when Satan walked, he made harmonious sounds that 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 that, that, that ushered. The other angels to begin to worship. Now watch this. He got beside himself in pride. And he was cast out of heaven. But I, I, be, I, 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 I tried to fathom how if the angels were created to worship. And worship God alone. How could they have made a choice, watch this, a choice to follow Satan? The scripture calls Satan the great deceiver. I'm trying to give y'all some golden nuggets that if y'all really understand the concept of and the reality of the war that transpired in the heavens will understand the war that we're fighting now and will understand what it takes for us to walk victoriously and to fulfill God's first order of business in subduing the enemy that is upon this earth, fulfilling his assignment through the assignment, fulfilling the assignment through the assignment that he has given us. Watch this. The angels that were created to worship were very familiar with lucifer the angel of worship this is what they were created for and the scripture calls satan the great deceiver he deceived a third of the kingdom to follow him promising them that i'm going to establish a place and a kingdom of my own where you can worship all you want and my kingdom is going to be larger and greater than this kingdom that you're used to with God Himself, and they followed Him. So now, here's God with just one portion of the kingdom left, as a third has stripped and and fallen down to the earth in which God created to be a new place, a new heaven and a new earth, as He was preparing to do a new thing. Watch this, He created man. Not as the angels, but he created man with a portion of his image and a portion of his likeness. And he empowered man to subdue the enemy, Satan and all the fallen angels here upon this earth. That was his great assignment. Not only to subdue the enemy, but to replenish a place that's going to a man Uh, uh, I replace those or that that was lost in the old heaven as he's going to make a new heaven and a new earth with the new beings that's going to inhabit the places that was lost and that's deserted in his kingdom. For The kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent took it by force. That was not a scripture for us to use to say that we go and take anything by force. We take things that was rightfully ours through the power and the authority that was given to us. Nothing violent because God saw the violence that happened in the kingdom. And that is what Christ was talking about when he said the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent took it by force watch this the assignment the assignment was failed when adam ate of the fruit it wasn't when eve ate of the fruit see we blame eve (laughs) uh, for everything and I'm, I'm talking to us men, we blame Eve, and we say, well, if Eve wouldn't native the fruit. God didn't give Eve the commandment. God gave Adam the commandment. Sin didn't enter into the world through the womb of Eve. Sin entered into the world. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your message spoken unto us. We thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for the chance to walk down your path of life and light. We thank you for not only a new beginning, but we thank you for a new way of living. Help us to yield ourselves more and more to you now and help us to learn of you and learn of your ways and what it is that you desire and want for us. Help us in making this transformation that your light may shine through us continually and more and more even as the noonday sun. We put our trust in you to be who you are our loving God and Father, the author and finisher of our faith. We, we yield our trust, our hearts, and each and every situation that we're facing even right now. And we trust that you have a greater and a better destination and purpose and destiny for us. Help us as we begin to take this first step towards you and As we're reaching our hand out to you, we thank you that your hand is already stretched forth out for us and we will walk with you hand in hand into this place of the unknown. Well, the only thing that we know is that according to your love, you're going to lead us to a place, a a land that's flowing with milk and honey, a place of abundance, a place of peace, a place of hope and joy and love and victory. We thank you for all that you're doing and all that you plan to do. And Lord God, we ask all of these things and we consider it all done. In Jesus' holy and mighty and wonderful name, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. With all hearts and minds clear. Let us come before the Lord with a a pure heart. A genuine heart. A heart that is open and ready to God. A heart that is prepared to let him in. A heart that may be hurting. A heart that may be sick and tired of being sick and tired. But a heart that yearns for God. A heart that desperately needs God's help. God is waiting right now. He's waiting for us to open up and cry out unto him. Hallelujah. Let us not teary. But if our hearts and our minds are ready, we can cry out unto God saying, Lord, Lord, I I give myself to you. I give myself to you to do with me and to build with me as you please. Lord, please relieve me from the bondage of sin and self that I may better do your will. I'm tired of being sick and tired. I'm tired of hurting. I'm tired of living or existing in life and yet not living and enjoying the life that you are blessing me to see on a daily basis. Please, Lord God, take away all of my difficulties that in victory over them may bear witness to those whom I may help of your power, your love, and your way of life. And may I do your will, Always. Today is the day I open up my heart to you and I ask that you come in. I believe that you died on Calvary's cross and shed your precious blood for my sins. And on the third day you rose from the dead, that as you have died and rose from the dead, I may now die to myself. That I may rise and live for you. That I may rise and live life and no longer exist. That I may rise above my problems, my heartaches, my situations, my struggles, my troubles. But I will rise as you rose. Rise to my destiny and rise to my purpose. I ask all of these things in Jesus' holy and mighty name. I give you thanks. I give you glory. I give you honor. And right now, I consider it done. I thank you for saving me today. I thank you for saving me this very moment. Now, God, help me to walk in the salvation that was freely given to me today and every day. In Jesus' name, amen. I just want to, first of all, thank you, and to let you know that if you prayed that prayer, that you have been saved, you have been redeemed, you have been restored and made alive, you have been born again, the heavens rejoice, and God is welcoming you into his holy and royal family. I welcome you as my brother and as my sister. I want to encourage you to continue in your walk with God, your search for God, and uh, to tune in next week as we uh, continue on with this awesome message of God-created life. Let us walk together hand-in-hand hand as we walk by faith with the Lord. Tune in. Share with friends and Uh, Share with everyone. Spread the good news. Let them know that there is hope. There is a way. There is a divine privilege, purpose, destiny, and opportunity that is waiting for us all. I thank you. I love you. God bless you. God keep you. Until next week. We'll meet again. God bless. I don't know about you, but I'm just excited about this time. And um, I'm excited about this season. I'm excited about what I know that, you know, God's going to do in your life. I am so excited I I'm, I'm so happy and I'm so thankful um, for the God that we serve that um, loves us with uh, so much love, love that can't even be put into words. It's an, it's an awesome love. and I want you to know that He loves you and I love you. Listen, stay tuned for more awesome episodes. And once again, I want to thank you for your support and I want to welcome you to the family. And I just want us to enjoy this journey and this walk in the Lord together. Continue to pray for me as I'm praying for you. As the Bible tells us that we should always pray to build up each other as iron sharpens iron. I need you maybe more than you think. As you may need me to give you a message of hope each and every week. I need you to continue to give me the hope of being able to reach someone that's listening in. Being able to encourage and to give hope and life and light through a word that God has for them. Stay tuned and see you next week. May God bless you and keep you. I love you all. Bye-bye now.